Are you sick of hearing you don't have enough experience to get work? Visit iPath.com to get the first part of our auto damage certification for free. Hello and welcome to the Independent Adjuster Podcast by IAPath. My name is Chris Stanley, and we're here to help you figure out how to get work in this industry and ultimately how to claim your life. Hey guys, welcome back to the Independent Adjuster Podcast. Thank you so much for listening once again. Now, if you're new here, welcome as well. If you've never been with us before, thank you so much for joining. If you've been listening faithfully, hey, you know, it's glad to have I'm glad to have you here. Um now, what we want to do on this podcast is very simple. We want to encourage, inspire, and educate you about being an, and becoming an independent adjuster. We want to be with you not just while you're becoming an independent adjuster, but we want to be there with you as you go through your journey of being an IA. So a lot of times, our topics are not just for beginners. Sometimes our topics are uh, for those who are already working, but I promise you're going to get benefit out of today's podcast, no matter who you are. Now, today I want to talk about the number one um, thing that I think we overlook as an IA that we need to have and how we can be extremely successful as an IA hinges on this very one thing that keeps coming up as a theme as I'm talking with people. So when we get back from the intro, we're going to dive right into it. So here's the question. How do independent adjusters and appraisers like us, who can't hide behind corporate logos, processes, and profits, who are spending our own money and reputation, how do we work in a way that lets us get work, assignments, deployments, and more income without wasting time or money in this world of insurance while we stand out in the crowd? That is the question, and this podcast will help guide you to the answers. My name is Chris Stanley, and this is the Independent Adjuster Podcast. Join myself and other independents on the path to non-corporate success in the insurance industry. We are IAs. All right, guys, welcome back uh, to the Independent Adjuster Podcast. Um, So today I want to talk about how... How we really, how we truly become successful. Now, success is measured, obviously, in very different ways. The way I measure success is very different from the way that you measure success. And there's a lot of things that kind of don't cross lines, right? But for most of us, success looks like being able to have a job that pays the bills, being able to, um, being able uh to have a job that we enjoy, being able to be our own boss, even if that means staying up at 11 o'clock at night, because we're telling ourselves to, right? We want that freedom. Um, But this goes even further beyond that and even goes outside of this job. It's something that I realize and I hear all the time, um, but we don't frame it the way that I want to frame it today. And I really want to think about it. A lot of people say in the insurance industry, to be good, you've got to have lots of empathy, And that's just vague, like, okay, cool, empathy, which is like putting yourself in somebody else's shoes. So being able to understand 
what the I, uh, what the insured, I'm sorry, the insured is going through, understanding what another IA is going through, what the dispatcher is going through. And that's great. But empathy just doesn't just pop out of us naturally. This comes from somewhere. This is a part of something deeper than just empathy. Oh, I'm empathetic. No, it comes from something much deeper to that. And there's not really any way you can just force it out of you. Like, I'm just going to understand everybody around me. It's a lot harder than that. I know because I'm married. I have two kids. I train lots of great people. And I still sometimes struggle to see where other people are coming from. And I'm terrible at communicating where I'm coming from. So how do we move past this state of not understanding other people? And so that's what I want to talk about today. Uh, Before we get into it, I want to tell you about somebody who does understand where you're coming from, who wants to work with you, and their name is ACD. ACD is the sponsor of this podcast, but they're an IA firm that loves working with IAs, whether seasoned, whether new. If you are empathetic and have what we're going to talk about today, they want to work with you. They want to work with people who care about other people, and they have great technology and staff who truly are empathetic to you as the IA and are there to support you and help you. So if you're not working for ACD, they are one of the great companies you should be working for. It's not the only company you're going to work for, but hey, they're one of the best. So why not work with them? They um, want you to reach out to them. It's super easy. Just email your resume and some contact information and introduction email to network at acdcorp.com. That's network at acdcorp.com. So empathy, how do we get more empathy? How do we exercise that muscle of empathy? I don't, I just, it, it becomes, if it's fake, if all of a sudden like, oh yeah, I totally understand where you're coming from, Bill. And it's just like, obviously fake. You just said that. That, that doesn't help anybody. Nobody responds to that. It doesn't help make you successful because this job is too stressful, in my opinion, and too many different variations and directions of which things are coming from to just fake it all the time. You can't just live by faking. One, that's a miserable existence. And two, it's going to come through and you're not going to be as successful as you could is if you had true empathy. And I struggle with this just as much as anybody else. So I'm preaching to the choir here, okay? It's not like I'm saying something that I think I've mastered and you guys need to do. No, no, no. This is for me as much as it is for you. But empathy comes from somewhere. To truly understand somebody, to truly understand your wife or your kids or your boss or that insured, you have to care enough about them to learn about them, to learn about their circumstances, to learn about what it is they're feeling and going through to even get to the point of empathy. And it's like, okay, well, that's super vague. I got to spend time and get to know. Well, not necessarily a lot of time, but at least some mental energy, some emotional energy. You need to get to to be thinking about them consciously, you know, not just like, oh, yeah, I like my wife. Oh, yeah, I like my kids. But like, seriously, like, what is my kid going through? When I respond this way, when I say this, what is my kid or wife or the insured going through. But the other thing is there's a level deeper than that. We're kind of reverse engineering. Empathy is what we want to have. Well, how do we get that? Well, first we got to kind of think about them. That's the next step back. If you don't understand where they're coming from, you can't have empathy. So we got to understand where they're coming from. That takes time and um, and, and intention uh, to do that. But really at the root of it, to actually care enough to learn about somebody, we can't just once again manufacture that. Like, oh, okay, I care so much sarcastically, right? That I'm going to learn about my boss. Like, no, 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 no. It, it's deeper 
than that and you can't fake this so what is it what is that that root of empathy that causes the action of getting to know somebody enough that then we understand them enough to be able to exercise empathy towards them and to be able to meet them right where they're at and have a perspective about them and about what they're going through. Well, I think the core of what being a great independent adjuster and the core of what being a great person who works in insurance and really the core of what uh, makes being a great person is love. If we don't have love for people, we can't be a great independent adjuster. If we don't have love for our family, we can't be a great spouse, husband, wife, father, mother, sister, brother. And trust me, I'm one of the worst. <laughs> you know, it's hard for me to understand where some of my family is coming from, right? And it's hard for you. But we have to focus more on the love aspect than I think sometimes on the clicking aspects of our job. These emotional things that we struggle with as IAs, the understanding where people are coming from, the getting yelled at for no reason when it's not really us an insurance mad at or us a dispatcher is frustrated with or um, or us that the insurance company uh, is yelling at about rental. It's, it's not about us, okay? But to really deal with all of that, the only way to kind of put up with the frustrations and, and the relationships at play that we have to deal with week in and week out is to have more love for people. And manufacturing love is like darn impossible. Like it just doesn't just happen. You don't just sit in a room one day and say, I'm going to love more. I'm going to love more, right? Once again, it, it comes back to something much deeper. And for me as a Christian, as a believer, I believe that comes from God that I naturally do not care for other people. I naturally, you on the other end, do not care for you without having something higher telling me, calling me, imploring me and changing me to be able to love you. Um, but, you know, apart from having revival right here on a podcast, what are some things we can do that will help you kind of start looking at people differently, start having more love towards other people? And I think there's a few things practically we can do right here. Uh, and one of them is to think less about yourself. Okay, one, think less about yourself. Uh, and I don't just mean quit thinking about yourself, think about other people. That too, but more than that, think less of yourself. Think of yourself as littler than what you currently think of yourself. Put yourself down a few notches. By doing that, what we do as an IA is we make ourselves not the most important piece of the puzzle. Because naturally, as human beings, we're wired to think of ourselves as the most important. We are lord of our universe, so to speak, and we think of ourselves all the time. Why? Because survival, right? You have to. You have to think about eating and drinking and uh, not getting killed by the car that's coming up. You're not thinking about the guy in the other car so much as you are thinking about, I don't want that other guy in the car to hit me. But what's he going through, right? There's, there's you know, 7 billion people on this planet. And I'm sure that number's changing fast. And we are just one person in one point in time. And so I think we really kind of got to bring ourselves down a notch in our own minds so we can make room for other people um, and so we can start having love and appreciation and thinking about other people more. Um, another thing you can do is think of other people more, right? It's quite the opposite of what we just did. We put ourselves down a little bit, a few notches. We're not so important, but they are very important. 
whoever they are that you're interacting with that you want more love towards. So your wife is very important, whereas you're not very important. If you can do that in your your marriage, that's going to help a ton. But also with the insured, you are not very important. You are the IA who shows up once in an insurance in an insurance company's relationship that shows up, takes some pictures, and leaves. You are not important in that relationship in that moment. You are very important to how the insured views the insurance company, but ultimately, you're not very important in that relationship. You can affect it, sure, negatively, positively, but overall, you're just a speck in that relationship. So don't think too highly of yourself and think really highly about the insurance company, the insured, um, and what they're going through in the relationship and the things that are at stake here and how you have one little piece to play. And if you play it good, that's a huge bonus points for the insurance company. If you play it bad, it's a negative and a negative for everybody involved. So think of others more, think of yourself less. The other thing is expect less of other people. Like we expect so much of other people how dare you cut me off? We know everyone's going to cut us off in traffic. Like, wh- why are we shocked by this? We know people are going to honk the second someone doesn't move when the light turns green. And that still makes me mad to this day. It drives me insane, right? We know people are going to do that. But why am I getting frustrated? For some reason, I have this expectation that they should be different than what they are. I need to think and expect less from them. Don't expect so much from them. And don't expect them to meet my expectations and my demands because they're not even aware of my expectations or aware of my demands. I need to bring those things back and quit acting like I'm so important, right? I'm so big. Have less expectations of other people. And then kind of the fourth thing here, just to kind of wrap it all up. So one is uh, think less of yourself, right? Two is think more of other people. Three is expect less from other people. And four is expect more from yourself. What do I mean by that? I'm not saying work later. I'm not saying work harder. I'm not saying do more. What am I really saying? I'm really saying is you're expecting less of other people. Expect a better reaction out of yourself. Expect to over deliver yourself. Don't fall into this trap that everybody else is garbage and I'm the best and and so I can get mad because everybody else is treating me bad. No, 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 no. We are the ones who show up when the storm is bad and bring a calming influence on everybody else. Everybody else is allowed to panic. We don't get mad at them because we expect that. That's expected. That's okay. That's the normal reaction. But we must respond in a better way because that's what we expect of ourselves. We don't let ourselves off the hook when we cut somebody off. We don't let ourselves off the hook when we get mad at our kid or our spouse. We have to kind of look at ourselves and go, no, I expect more of you. I expect more love out of you than this. What is this? And those four things are kind of some practical things you can start thinking and doing and exercising to try to help increase your love. But as I said earlier, I don't really think you can manufacture love or fake love. Not long term anyway. Sure, these exercises will help in the moment and maybe just make you aware of how little love you and I really have when we realize how hard this really is. But if you can have love, it'll generate empathy. And if you can have empathy, it'll generate being a great insurance adjuster and a great person in insurance and a great person overall, really. So focus on love this week. Focus on expecting more out of yourself, less of out of everybody else, thinking less of yourself and more of everybody else. And um, you do those four things, I think you're going to have an exercise and at least a perspective shift on maybe how you view the world and how you feel about yourself. Because this isn't meant to put you down in your 
self-esteem or in uh, how good you feel about yourself, but this is meant to put yourself down in how important you view yourself. Like you could feel great about yourself and realize, hey, I'm honored to be a part of this claims process because I'm not even that important, but I'm getting paid to go help this relationship in this moment between the insurance company, the IA firm, and the insured. And I'm honored to get to do that. I can feel great about myself and do that. I can feel honored that I'm one out of 7 billion people that get to live, breathe, see the ocean, meet other people, have great experiences on this planet. That's great. I can think that, but I can still realize that I am very small and that should give me appreciation for others and love for other people. And I hope it does the same for you. Um, So guys, hope that helps you this week. Uh, I'd love for you to let me know. Did this help? Email me, chris at iapath.com. What did you think about this episode? Am I crazy? Am I crazy? I might be crazy. That's okay. But just let me know if I am crazy. And if you are uh, going crazy that you wish you didn't have to handle so many tasks, so many annoying things in this claim process, and you want more time to focus on the important things in life, more time to focus on your family and on the interactions with insurers, and you want less time focused on paperwork, I think you should head over to ava.claims, okay? ava.claims, that is our new software that's coming out hopefully in December. It looks promising that it is going to be finished in December, uh, but that is going to be a free claim management software for you. And then Ava is going to do some amazing time-saving things for you, take away some of those redundant tasks from you so you can have more time. It's absolutely free. Just go get on the waiting list so as soon as it comes out and is released to the general public, you can get in there and start managing your claims all in one place. One screen for all your claims and then Able will be able to offer you some amazing time-saving things like auto forms, scheduling your claims, all sorts of great stuff. But get over on the waiting list by heading to ava.claims. That's ava.claims. All right, guys, until next week, keep claiming your life because that's what this is all about. If you forget that and you spiral out and you start losing everything that it is that you wanted, the time, the energy for your family, uh, then what the heck are we doing this for? We're our own boss for a reason because we want to live a life differently than what we had before. All right, guys, keep claiming your life. Talk to you next week. Are you dreaming of a career in auto damage, but find yourself not meeting the experience requirements? You can try the first part of our seven part auto damage certification for free. This allows you to dive deep into auto damage training with no strings attached. And if you love it, you can continue on and purchase the full program. With this certification, you gain not just in-depth knowledge and skills, but also an all-access pass to our exclusive community, a full year of mentorship, and yes, get the two to five year experience requirement waived with over 40 firms. Your future in auto damage begins today. Visit iPath.com to start your free trial and discover where iPath can take you. 
iPath. Claim your life.